Bruce Lawn. This is a a conversation with Alan Walker, who is an assistant professor at Old Dominion University in the Department of Sociology and Criminal Justice. And this is about minor attracted people in the pursuit of dignity. But before we get into that, my name is Ruslan. We have a free three-day master YouTube live challenge, free coaching I'm gonna be doing. If you wanna sign up for that, link is in the description. So let's jump in. This is, this is, this is wild. So, and specifically we're talking about Alan's book, A Long Dark Shadow, Minor Attracted Persons and Their Pursuit of Dignity. Um, so the book is a study of non-offending minor attracted persons, uh, a group that hasn't been discussed a lot either in the academy or in popular culture. So it's a difficult and important subject, and we're thrilled to have Alan with us today to talk about it. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks so much. So uh, my first question was, you know, even the title of your book is pretty controversial, right? Because the subtitle is Minor Attracted Persons and Their Pursuit of Dignity. And many people are concerned that the designation of minor attracted persons or MAPS... Um, MAPS suggest that it's okay to be attracted to children, or they're worried that the term suggests that pedophilia is a sexual orientation, um, which they worry is a slander on LGBT people. Um, so could you talk about why you use that term in the title and throughout the book? Absolutely, and thank you so much for that question. Um, I use the term minor attracted person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, and MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. Um, they've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, and that isn't true. And it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. Um, yeah. I've definitely heard the idea that you brought up, though, that the use of the term minor attracted person suggests that it's okay to be attracted to children. Uh, but using a term that communicates who someone is attracted to that doesn't indicate anything about the morality of that attraction. Uh, from my perspective, there is no morality or immorality attached to attraction to anyone because no one can control who they're attracted to at all. Is that true? Is that true? No one can control who they're attracted to at all. Um, well, we know that Jesus said, if, if you lust after a woman in your heart, you've committed adultery. And there's a, 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 a huge difference between acknowledging that, wow, God created this person and they are aesthetically attractive per the Western standard versus saying, I'm sexually attracted and I get aroused when I see this person, right? And, and, may, and maybe this is like extra triggering for me because I am uh, a victim of assault as a child. And so this is like extra infuriating to me, but I think there's a massive difference between saying, oh, this woman is a beautiful woman. Great. Versus saying, this woman is a beautiful woman and I'm going to view her as an object and I'm going to think about her and what she would do and this and that and get aroused and excite myself. Right? It's, it's not the same thing. So you, you can't control who you're attracted to. I do every day. I control myself being attracted to my wife. I don't get aroused to other women regardless of how attractive they are or how aesthetic 
Really pleasing they are to the Western standard of beauty, which by the way, the Western standard of beauty is not very complicated. It's literally about a, a specific BMI index, somebody being thin and, and symmetry of the face. It's not super complicated. The more symmetrical somebody's face is and the leaner they are in the Western standard of beauty, they're going to be more attractive, right? So this is really wild stuff, but let's keep watching. Um, in other words, it's not who we're attracted to that's either okay or not okay. It's our behaviors and responding to that attraction that are either okay or not okay. So he's like, it's not who we're attracted to is okay and okay. No, I mean, I guess you got to define what does that word attractive mean? Like, what do you mean by when you say attracted to? Because most of us aren't attracted to kids, right? Like, and what are you saying? Like, that's a that's a perversion. Like, yes, kids are kids are beautiful, kids are friendly, kids are fun to be around, they're bubbly. But that's a serious perversion when you go from acknowledging the beauty and the and the carefree nature of a child and how fun that is. And even Jesus tells us, like, you must become like children, right? For the kingdom. Versus saying, now I'm a I'm attracted to that. Like, and this is remember, this is pre-puberty. Uh, and I want to be extremely clear that child sexual abuse is never, ever okay. Well, thank you for being clear, at least on that part. But having an attraction to minors, as long as it isn't acted on, doesn't mean that the person who has those attractions is doing something wrong. Um, I think we have a tendency to want to categorize people with these, with these attractions as um, evil, excuse me, as, as evil or morally corrupt. Um, but when we're talking about non-offending non maps... See, and this is the issue with the worldview that's void of Jesus. Because when you look at Jesus... He has no problem with just saying, look, y'all all evil, right? Those, those of you, don't those of you who are evil know how to give good gifts? <laughs> what more will the Father do for you, right? Jesus is like, look, y'all all evil. You guys are evil? You guys are evil. You guys are wicked, right? You who are evil know how to give gifts to your children. So you're evil, but at least, you know, even though you're evil, you're still creating the image of God, and you know how to give good gifts, right? That's the, you, hopefully you guys know the passage I'm referencing, right? And obviously, there's none righteous, none one. But I don't think Jesus had any issue with just saying, look, y'all all pretty jacked up. They're viewed as evil. Well, well, well yeah, yeah. Excuse me, as, as evil or morally corrupt. Um, but when we're talking about non-offending non maps, these are people who have an attraction that they didn't ask for, uh, and one that is uh, frequently they would give anything to change. But they find that they are unable to change those attractions, uh, and most importantly, uh, the people in my study did not act on them. Um, something else you brought up was the idea that using the term map could suggest that attractions to minors are a type of sexual orientation. Uh, whether or not attractions to minors are a type of sexual orientation is not a question that can be answered with my particular research. This man is like, well, maybe it is an orientation. I don't know. Bruh! Uh, if we did consider maps to have their own distinct type of sexual orientation, there would still be a huge difference between maps and lesbian, gay, and bisexual people. Uh, and that difference is that maps have a sexual attraction that would result in a lot of harm if they acted on it. Whereas for LGB folks, there's no harm in having consensual relationships with one another. Um, so that's where the distinction lies. Uh, again, it's really in that difference between attraction and behavior. Um, and non-offending maps, by definition, do not abuse children, so their behaviors are moral. Um, but they're still being subjected to this same idea that they're bad people, and they've often internalized that for themselves. So that's why I've used this subtitle, Minor Attracted People and Their Pursuit of Dignity, because a lot of the people I interviewed for the book have encountered people who have told them that they're bad people or monsters just because they're attractions, um, or that they feel that same way about themselves. And it's often a process for them to just stop feeling internally like they're monsters. Some of the people in my study have been going through this process for years, decades even. 
I tried to make through 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 the whole interview. I made through maybe about 50% of that interview, and now I was like, man, this is too much. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Look, look. Sometimes you have an evil thought and you just need to keep it a buck and be like, that was a wicked thought. Right? Jesus said, if you hate your brother, you've committed murder. So again, his standard is way higher than ours. He has no problem with saying you guys are evil because, well, a lot of times we think and do some evil stuff. Just look back at history. So it's okay to say, hey, that was a wicked, evil thought I just had from my flesh that's been corrupted because of sin. Maybe it's demonic. I don't know. But it's evil and it's wicked. And I have to suppress my nature, regardless on what it is, versus um, suppressing the truth of God. I understand that there's, you know, redemption for all people. But what I feel like this creates is it creates a slippery slope where then things like, oh, well, they're attracted, but they're not acting on it. And so, therefore, it's okay for them to get a release through looking at Kitty, P-O-R-N. And that, I think, is very dangerous. And I think that becomes very, very wild world that, that we're entering where, you know, Folks like this have a platform writing books and are saying this sorts of things, that it's not immoral. Da, da, da. I think the reason why these maps are going to therapy and support groups is because they know that it is immoral. I think that's literally the whole point. Something's wrong about me. I got to suppress and kill these desires, right? So if, if you're a, a, a map and you're like, yo, I have these, er yeah, suppress that junk, kill that junk, destroy that junk. In the same way, a lot of brothers out here, you got to suppress and kill porn in your life. You got to crush that. And some, some of y'all out here, y'all want to have multiple partners. You want to hook up. You got to suppress that too. You got to suppress it all. Kill that. Kill that sin or it will kill you. The odds here are so much higher though. Because unlike regular sexual immorality, where it's you and usually a consensual person, now you're involving a child, fam. So your, your degree of needing to kill it better be on a whole, you better have a whole nother vigilance, right? And so, hey, there's folks that have gone, you know, 30, 40 days without food. There, there's folks that have climbed Mount Everest. Do, don't, don't act like you can't suppress your daggone desires, Everybody can and should answer the glory of God because of the natural order and the natural law in which God has designed us to thrive and flourish. By the way, this video got, uh, they haven't turned this off yet, but this joy got 3,100 dislikes and 113 likes. So clearly people haven't fully gone off the deep end and lost their mind. Guys, kill your sin or your sin will kill you. And if you're dealing with attraction to uh Kids, you really got to be vigilant. Like you really got to go get therapy. You really got to put safeguards up, and you and, and maybe deliverance and 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 everything possible, right? Professional help, absolutely, all the above. The stakes are way higher, man. So I feel like this normalizes it a little too much. I understand he's trying to be progressive and empathetic and all that, but like, fam, this is normalizing. When you start saying it's not, there's nothing morally wrong. Whoa, like you got to relax. And usually it is tied to a pattern of behavior connected to someone's 
childhood. Seldom does someone just wake up and like, oh, like I'm gonna do something wicked. Like, no, it's usually because that's that happened to you. Major hopefully, majority of society, when they see stuff like this that tries to normalize this sort of stuff, when they see stuff like cuties on Netflix, is just naturally outraged and are like, no. No, this is not okay. No, 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 no. This is this is outside the lines of tolerance and empathy. This is now we're on we're going somewhere else, right? So, um, man, it's wild stuff, guys. But uh, <laughs> let me know what you guys think about it. Pray for these people. Pray for this brother who did this research, or uh, they, them. But this this blew my mind. I could I couldn't believe it. I can't believe more people aren't outraged about this 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 happening. This book coming out. This being uh, uh, like I think the first step in normalization. Anyway, let me know what y'all think. Kingstream Entertainment. Hey, thank you so much for making it to the end of this video. We have a free Master YouTube Live three-day challenge coming up where I'll be doing live coaching inside of a private face group. Hit the link in the description to sign up for that, and I will see you next time. Peace.